0: Welcome to Control Alt Revolt, episode 81. After the weekend edition, insiders-only secret, let's go nuts and say all the things we can't say. Podcast. We're back for public consumption, but that doesn't mean we're not going to get canceled, right?
1: Oh yeah, I think we're still going to say all the things that we're not allowed to say, because that's the whole point of this platform, (laughs) and we're going to do it until they cancel us.
0: Dost thou want to introduce thyself, my beautiful sidekick?
1: Oh yes, I am Single White Medusa. Hello everyone, we're so glad to be back after the weekend.
0: Of the Modesto Medusas.
1: That's me. A fine and noble <laughs>
0: family of Medusai.
1: <laughs> hey, they uh, they make some pretty good Medusas there in Modesto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where you get your premium Medusas.
1: Oh Yeah. 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 They have them people on a, in the know. They have them on a farm they out know. there, a Medusa farm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: So it feels like things are going to hell in a handbasket pretty damn quickly.
1: Wow. Boy, does it. Yeah. What's the uh, kind of the main thing that is?
0: Well, before we get into the main subjects, a few of the things that I've noticed is that people who are actually watching the Dem Party right now um, are commenting that they're actually not getting along. That there's there's serious infighting going on right now. Sometimes when we're on uh, the right or the center or the patriotic or the just we love America and we'd like to be left alone party, because of the success of the left, and by success I mean cheating, <laughs> um, you know, and sort of just emotional histronics and you know just like every garbage raccoon tactic that you can think of that requires no morals. Yeah, that's gonna get you some stuff. And, and I think from our side, we, we've seen a lot of wins. And um, we could be slightly demoralized, but I don't think we actually should be. And then again, you know, what is demoralization going to ever get you? Uh, if, if you're going go to go in front of the fire squad, at least request to tap dance before they blow your brains out. Don't let them have the satisfaction of seeing you sob. so um, But someone was pointing out online that um, Schumer and Pelosi are in disagreement over this budget that's really um sna- sna- snafuing everything they want more money another 3.5 trillion dollars it's always like it was funny it used to be a, a trillion and then now it's 3 trillion and by the end of i mean does anybody doubt by the end of this will be 5 but oh, you should yeah. probably be like really surprised not surprised if it hits 10 so they need um 3.5 tri- trillion to keep everything going Because Money Printer hit the the debt ceiling. Mm. Money Printer birded its way right up (laughs) to the debt ceiling and said, I can't go any higher. Need more ink. (laughs) (laughs) Need more Need more, like there's literally a button on the Money Printer that said, need more ceiling. Like it's the same thing when you need more ink. Today we are enjoying um, a Phil's coffee, which is one of my favorites. And it's locked into my favorite now because now I get it Phil's way. so you have to you have to get a Jacob's Wonder bar at Phil's, and then you have to ask for it, Phil's way. And that right now is my absolute creamy, roasty hit of my dark master, yeah, and I've converted you, yeah, you're you, right. It's perfect you you fought me on it for a
1: while, yeah, because I think um they told us that um it's medium sweetness level is part of part of the phil's way and i thought like oh that'll be too sweet for me because i don't like drinks very sweet um but no it's actually not too sweet it is perfect it's creamy it's so good it's so roasty like you said
0: you do like them tart you looked them so tart, the tart. <laughs> well, cobbler, like, like, this is how i talk when you make cobbler this is this is my soup. cobbler <laughs> voice when nicole makes a cobbler or okay, anything with fruit I did do that which winter. basically if i'm gonna do a joe biden imitation mm-hmm. then i do this and i say corn pop and do it this.
1: felt like a lot of sugar and so i was like oh we don't need that much sugar like that's this seems like a lot and i think i halved it and then yeah it was too tart
0: it was way too <laughs> but i
1: think the fruit was like kind of on the tart side too that was the problem otherwise i think i would have nailed it
0: so so sometimes we see um we see so many victories on the left um that that we have a sense that you know they're all united they're all getting along but actually if you talk to a lot of the people on the left it's a coalition and they don't like each other a lot and i kind of said this and i hate to be this is the year of nick called everything but there was a thing i called today and i said oh yeah i totally called that and i've called so much lately that i'm getting tired of calling things i'll see if i can remember it was in my facebook feed Okay, you could look it up right now. okay, in the meantime, but, but hold on real quick. I just want to say so so Schumer and Pelosi aren't in agreement on the budget. Mansion is not going for the three point five trillion. Bernie is actually attempting to uh, call a revolt among the, you know, the crazy commies because they don't want to spend any money the more money. The Republicans are standing firm against the debt ceiling. so, I had said last night, you know, I'd be hard-pressed to actually see the any evidence of a di- uh, of a Republican party. Well, at least they're doing that. Hopefully that does something for them. I certainly wish they would fight like the Democrats do when they don't have power, but but the Republicans even now they just they just seem like beaten and lifeless. And the thing that I called um because remember I said the left in the whole vaccine thing, like you can go back and look at old podcasts where I said it's a total cult.
1: Oh yeah. Because you uh, compared it to Scientology, because we like to listen to Leo Rumi- Remini's yeah. um, Scientology podcast, so we've kind of learned a lot about how jacked up that cult is, and there are so many similarities, so I, I know you yeah. pointed that out. Yeah, the
0: unpersoning, the fair gaming, um, the you can't question the glorious leader, uh, you have to spend all this money, you have to, you know, it's all about you're here to save the world, and you can do all kinds of awful things to save the world, like everything that Leah remini talks about in the scientology podcast or you could watch her documentary or whatever it is absolutely the left and it is now after um the governor of new york got up and declared covid as her lord and savior wow. um and 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 tried to become sort of a pauline apostle paul mm-hmm. sort of uh, a po- and asked everybody to be her apostles like she just you like they they they're now making a religious appeal. This woman, in literally one act, went worse than Cuomo. Oh yeah. Which would, and people said like, oh, I don't think Cuomo would have done this. The only reason Cuomo wouldn't have done this is because he wanted people to worship him. That yeah, would that would have yeah. been the only like he w- he would have felt jealous of, of, the, vaccine. <laughs> of jealous. the vaccine. He's yeah, jealous. He's jealous yeah. of COVID.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And, like, one more thing with cults, too, another um, comparison is that how, like, in Scientology, they were not allowed to look at anything on the internet or anything that was against Scientology. And so that's the same thing, too, with all of the, like, canceling of information and you can't hear anything that's yeah. not their little party line narrative. So just, yeah. But the fair thing.
0: gaming, the unpersoning. Yeah. You know, that, like, any, like, Ryan Long has a great video out right now. About two scientists, you know, and and just the one scientist just beating the crap out of the other and abusing him because he has different thoughts about the virus and the vaccine, which all of these things are absolutely valid. But you see this sort of cult saying it can't be questioned. The data can't be questioned, but it's it's kind of going off the rails like a lot of pop culture figures or sports figures are starting to to question it and the right ones are questioning the second-class citizen aspect um but then you see other people like there was a shocking video from project veritas where two johnson and johnson executives you know were basically mainly one guy an african-american scientist um was basically saying that you know everybody needed to be forced they needed to be second-class citizens. Their lives needed to be made miserable. And when asked if if he has taken the vaccine, he basically at first said no. And then he said no. He, he would advise no one to take the J&J thing. So he was all for Orwellian totalitarian abuse. It's abuse. It's not control. It's abuse. But then he wasn't willing to do these things himself. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, that's really typical of them. Speaking of real quick, and you might not know the answer, but I cannot figure out between Pelosi and Schumer, which one was like on the more radical side of things because they both seem so radical to me. I'm going to guess Pelosi was on the more radical side, but
0: well, they're probably it's probably they're not. uh, There's probably no radicalism. Um, it's probably, like again, I said this, uh, that's what I was, remember I was braying about how right I am all the time. Uh-huh. But I said this at, at you know, in maybe some of the early podcasts, or maybe I just said it to you, or maybe I screamed it out in a dream. Hey, hats <laughs> off in the comments for anybody who's having freaky dreams. Yeah. Like, both of us are just, like, we're waking up in the middle of the night and be like, that is one of the freakiest dreams I've ever had. Like, I don't know, is anybody else having that? I know, so, I've heard some people, but like... I am having just like roller coaster dreams. It's crazy. I don't know if I'm getting a contact high off your melatonin.
1: Oh, I mean, it's possible. How? I don't
0: know. I mean, other than that, I'm vaguely psychic, like empathetic. Maybe I have psionics, like Talker.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Um.
0: Maybe, maybe all of Forgotten Ruin is really just about me.
1: <laughs> maybe. But you are right, though, that other people have said that as well. So I, I think maybe it's just that everything is so insane every single day that our brains are just extra active because how can they not be when you're constantly bombarded with like this new crazy thing, this new crazy thing. We're all kind of at have some sort of level of unease Yeah. as calm as we are. And we're not as controlled. Obviously we're not being all controlled by fear. Like uh, the people that listen to the left and stuff, but still it's disturbing.
0: So, it's not so much um, that they're all like they're not they're not all on the same side is what I'm ultimately trying to say. There's a lot of infighting going on, and th- this was the last kicker. Biden is MIA. Like, Again? they need him at this moment. What the president is supposed to do in these type of situations is he's, he's the whip. The president goes in there and gins up support Hmm. and he makes calls and he gets everybody on board to get a consensus that's how politics is supposed to work like it's actually I mean like a lot of what we've gotten into this football mentality where to the victor go the spoils but the reason they call the United States the schizophrenic giant around the rest of the world is that we we have two mindsets two personalities and it's actually a brilliant system because in the middle path is ultimately what evolves out of these two parties as both sort of give and take to get where they're, they're supposed to be. And and honestly, like, I don't always like that, but it would be refreshing because there would at least be some sobriety. Instead, what we have, because we became this system of, if you win, you get to do everything you want through executive order, and if you don't win, then you can basically take this emotional case to the streets, have the media and the technocracy call everybody that doesn't agree with you a big eight, and then you still win and you still get your way. Um, as is evidenced by yesterday by Gavin Newsom in California, basically saying um, there will only be mail-in votes forever. Now analyze that statement he is a temporarily elected government official his term will be up after the next term in california you can only run two terms he proclamated we will do mail-in ballots forever there is an observation i would make to everybody right now if you watch these tyrants they are acting like people who will never ever have to be accountable again to the voter as in they're not worried about polling they're not worried about how you feel about it If there's any argument that the election was stolen, and I think it was stolen on three different levels and probably one level the most significantly and the other two in support, the one level was the media basically flying cover for Hunter Biden. and, And using that is the media will never inform the public about the issues. It will only emotionally manipulate the public to vote the way that it wants so it's not really a media anymore it's a propaganda arm second you have the dominion voting machines i think that's something that actually really needs to be looked at and now you have the mail-in ballots and this sort of state of perpetual emergency and crisis in which forever now they will be able to manipulate those ballots you have those three things you never going to have free elections again they're telling you by their actions and making these proclamations that they will never ever be held accountable again now there's one last little twist that came out late this afternoon. Nancy Pelosi, uh, Grandma Drinkie, um said... Uh, you have to look up maybe the the, the, the tweet. Um, but she said that they were following... She was basically talking about the things that are going along, and she called it Obama's agenda. She did not call it Biden's agenda. She mm-hmm. called it Obama's yeah. agenda. And again, the senile old bitch is telling you what the game is. They cannot help themselves from telling it.
1: Yeah, I think the quote it looks like was, we need to implement the full Obama agenda. And this is posted today.
0: Wait, Obama, who hasn't been president for five years?
1: Yeah.
0: That guy, he's got an agenda. He's in on it. He, this guy, you know, and, and that's, everybody can say what they want about puppet masters and kingmakers, but that's wrong. That's, that's against the law in so many ways, shapes, or forms. And it's disenfranchising you of your sacred right to vote. The Capitol ain't sacred. There ain't, there's very little in the United States that's sacred. Because it's not a theocratic nation. But your vote is supposedly sacred. And now we're playing this game where uh, Obama is some sort of king tyrant and blah blah blah. I don't know, but that's kind of the state of play this afternoon. So it's not much about you know a lot of the other issues, but it shows a party that has absolutely won. Okay, so they're making these proclamations about never. They're they're making proclamations and indicating that they will never again have to stand for any kind of election. But like I said a year ago, when they win, that's when they start fighting. That's when evil people always start fight turning on each other. They've eliminated us. I mean, for all intents and purposes, like if you're really going to do this mail-in voting thing and you're going to call us mail-in boating would be great (laughs) mail-in voting not so great um i used to do mail-in boating when i was a kid because i um i loved deep sea fishing and so i would uh get yacht magazines and i would have them delivered so in essence um, i was mail-in boating I was an unusual child with a yachting habit, you know, at like nine and 10 years old. I just loved to. And I would read all the classifieds in the back. And like, I remember you could, yeah, you could see like, you know, like 35 foot bay trawler, you know, 200, 150,000. I remember that was the number for it. That's like 1980s dollars. Now that boat would be like 900,000 bucks. But I had all my plans and schemes how I was gonna have like a fishing business and everything like that.
1: Really? Yeah, that was I don't my... think I've heard this all this detail. I, it all
0: re- it all like it all uh came back to me when I went deep sea fishing last week with Doc Spears. Mm. And I, I remembered how much I was into boating and when I would be in eighth grade math and we were doing math, I would sit there and figure out, you know, based on the ticket price that I'd paid to go voting boating that weekend or whatever, I would try to figure out what my earnings would be and <laughs> and how many people and like, you know, like if I could afford this fishing boat, could I get forty anglers on there and blah 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 blah.
1: Oh wow, this is really cute. Yeah. Can we share the other funny um interests that you had <laughs> as a child? What? The one that your dad didn't want to get I think you. we've
0: talked about on there. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like oh. I was walking through a store, like a hardware or a toy store. It was a toy store, actually. And we were there to get something. Because my dad liked to build models, and we would build models and everything like that. And I passed by this like really awesome build-yourself dollhouse. <laughs> and I said to my dad, I'm like, hey, can we get this? And he, and he just looked at me with utter disgust. But it's not, you know, I don't like to play with dolls or anything like that. I've always liked architecture and interior design and aesthetics and, and construction and things like that. Yeah. And so it was that, but, but you know, uh, seventies dads didn't play. They, they just let they. seventies dads did not want to be your buddy. Um, they didn't, they didn't, they, they, you know, like when you came home from school, your mom would be like, you need to be quiet and go outside and play because your dad is coming home and we don't want to make any noise. It wasn't any of this, like, I see, like, guys now, and, like, they go to work and then they have to come home and take their daughter on a date. And, you know, there's uh, – 70s dads were just not like that. At yeah. All. And it was great. It was great because as a kid in the 70s, you just wanted to be left to roam like Lord of the Flies and throw dirt clods at hobos on the train and build forts and, you know, bike around and play and pickup games and things like that. You didn't want to be like, nah, I got to go on a date with my mom and, you know, just utterly manage. So, anyways, I digress.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I love that. And, uh, you're the most, like, uh, I don't know, manly guy that I know. That's why I think that's, that's for true. A funny story because, like, you're, you clearly were not. You know, uh, struggling in that area. You
0: uh, know, I liked all those things. I liked domestic things because I, I Clint One of my first jobs was cleaning houses for my mom, who was a real estate agent, and she paid me a hundred and ten dollars to clean. She didn't pay me wow. actually. Downy Savings and Loan paid me a hundred and ten dollars to clean houses. That's good money, especially yeah. for back then. Yeah, yeah. it wow. was a, it was crazy money for back then. Yeah. So I didn't mind that stuff. And then my first uh, scholastic book fair mobile oh, purchase man, was the Winnie the Pooh cookbook <laughs> and and I made a meal for my family and some friends and I remember the blueberry pie and there was this thing called Haycorn Squat if I could find that book I'd buy it really yeah and um, I made all these things in there and I liked that when then you know like I did I always liked cooking and everything like that but it was pretty much the predominance of girls um, until I saw Roger Moore in view to a kill and he picks up i think it was audrey landers she just died too and um they survived the first chase and and she's like you want to come back to my place and he does and she goes and takes a shower <laughs> and james bond makes a souffle out of nothing oh, really? for her yeah wow. yeah and then i'm like okay cooking's cool mm-hmm. you know that's and and i did find like cooking um, and food preparation was always a second and third date for me and uh, let's just say it worked
1: <laughs> I like and and you would cook for me early on or at least like even like the first thing you ever made me wasn't even really cooking but like it was still so memorable and I loved it which was just um, slices of brie and slices of Granny Smith apples and I don't know why but that was like the best thing ever yeah,
0: it was pretty – so it is it pretty – it's it's a very wonderfully refreshing, but then that, that brie is, like, the perfect – yeah. yeah. That's good stuff.
1: Yeah. I did all right! <laughs> you're a good cook. I am a good cook. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it kind of fits with your personality type. Like, you're a good um, kind of, like, make-it-up-and-wing-it kind of cook, whereas, like, I can do recipes, but I'm not so – great at like how you can just kind of throw stuff in and make it up and it's like awesome so that's a pretty cool skill
0: well thank you but
1: that goes with your
0: creative you you make the best salads of anyone i've ever and and when there's a recipe you execute that recipe like perfectly like if you make cod brand dodd which i could never have the patience to make but if you've ever had cod brand dodd it's like it's like cod tater tots <laughs> and it's so good
1: yeah, I'm trying to – was that a Thomas like, Keller recipe, I think?
0: I think so. If I had a restaurant or even, like, a diner or something like that, I would have, like, a like a cod brand sub. Ah, so it would be, like, yeah. like instead of meatballs, and then you'd have coleslaw in there yeah. and a nice French roll that you toast and put some mayonnaise in there and you'd drop those cod balls in there and
1: – Yeah, that would be on. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so – oh, and I think, like, as far as the left – and them going crazy and everything. I think we really enjoyed that story about Shaq today. Who, I don't know if he's on the left or right, but like most sports players and celebrities are on the left. So I would have assumed he was on the left. But uh, judging by today, when he basically came out and said, um, I'm, you know, giving up my celebrity I'm disowning it because celebrities are acting so crazy. I don't want to be a part of that. I was like, you're cool. Like, Wow. You're an awesome guy. I really like that so much. And
0: you've had a personal encounter with Shaq.
1: That's true. Um, I was in LA, probably uh, what would that have been, one or two years before we met, and um, I was in, and I was not a cl- dance club kind of person, but I think I had been in the restaurant on the second floor, and then there was like a club on the third floor, so we went up there just briefly, and um, so I'm just standing there. Uh, You know, and it's crowded and it's club and everything like that. And then um, I kind of like just maybe turn my head and I see this like massive person next to me in like a group of people and they're talking to him, mainly like women and stuff, you know, talking to him. But anyway, I turn my head, I see this person and I like slowly raise my head and like I keep raising it and raising it and raising it because he keeps going and going. And I realized, whoa, that's Shaq. (laughs) And he was so massively tall and huge it was crazy so yeah. that was
0: cool Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal has proven himself to be a consistently um, intelligent person and common sense person and he he's almost like I think in a lot of ways a modern Mark Twain in his sort of no nonsense commentary about things um, he uh, is an interesting dude I think he's married to the same woman they have the same kids wow as opposed to different kids, um, he made sure to continue to pursue. I want to say it's his doctor doctorate in economics. He has a high level degree in economics that even though the NBA was doing great and everything like that, he, um, he kept up with that. That's cool. Yeah. So he, he, he's a smart guy and, 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 and to, for him to come out and say, You know, and I think this is a this is a big gods and legionnaires you know thing that we've been talking about in the uplifted and sort of the elites wanting to form this breakaway society in which I'm pretty sure we all die and they get everything. Um, But he, he, you know, like whenever you get around celebrity, I try to tell people because I've only been around it a little bit and and stuff like that, but I've observed a lot of it. And when I was an actor, I used to read a lot of biographies because I think. I think that you know one of the great ways that you can pursue your career, whatever your career is There are probably biographies written in that career or your passion or whatever it is And it pays to read those biographies. You learn a lot from other people's lives and other people's mistakes and things like that but I think that um, We are seeing we are seeing a group of people who are shedding their humanity Um, and feel this sort of divine right aristocracy aspect where, you know, um, any sort of inconvenience, uh, you know, they're just the little people, but then they'll do this charity work and they don't even like in a lot of ways do charity work like they used to. Um, but it's almost like they know that they're, they, they feel like they're angels descending on high to brighten the lives of the poor. You know, and as you just kind of can see that. And then you just see that they, they do feel entitled to better things because they can throw a ball through a hoop, because they can say lines in a certain way, because they have this weird genetic lottery thing that makes them watchable or great hair, you know, or whatever it is. And, and they, they've suddenly taken this to say, um, yes, this justifies that I truly am when I've been among those people when they're struggling actors and, and an insecure bunch of people you would be um, more insecure than those people. You would be hard pressed to find. But there is something about a certain personality trait that when it is rewarded with power, it really does go right to their head. And this is like as old as, you know, the Bible or all kinds of wisdom. I mean, power does corrupt and ultimate power. I've, 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 I think I've actually, I've thought about this, this, this a little bit, but I've seen maybe one or two people in my life that could handle power. Everybody else, to some degree, I'm not saying you know, it's Portrait of Dorian Gray or you know, Caligula or whatever. But most everybody, in a certain way, was ruined by power on some level. It, it caused them to lose their way. It takes nice people and turns them into other things. And you you can you can look at that side. I mean, I think The Great Gatsby is an interesting look at that. But you can you can look at what wealth and power and success do for people. I had an encounter today. Mm -hmm. You were, you know, when I was going to get coffee and the lady who was in, you know, real done up and seemed to have all the trappings of wealth and, and uh car and clothing and, you know, all those kinds of things was enraged that she had, that I wouldn't get out of her way because I was waiting for a parking spot. She went around, she got through it. But what I did to her face turned her into an ugly hobgoblin um, because she couldn't have her way immediately and because one of the poors you know was in her way and like I'm just having a great day I finally got to work out today after a little surgery I had on my shoulder I feel great I had a cup of coffee I'm with the most beautiful woman in the world we're going to probably eat some food here Um, go home and listen to you know I'm happy Um, that encounter doesn't bother me that person is twisted with rage and I'm telling you, they had everything like they they probably had a level of wealth that would that would cause all of us to dance for nickels in front of the Seven <laughs> Eleven. And yet her day was completely ruined because I would not get out of her way. And I didn't have to, but she felt <clears throat> entitled to that. So there and I've noticed a lot again, we're noticing more ra- rage and stuff on the road. And it turns out with the vaccine that that is a side effect of the vaccine, aggression.
1: Yeah, I know. And uh, I don't know, like, let us know in the comments if you've been noticing that more where you are. Um, Just out and about or on the road or whatever or maybe you haven't but if you have noticed it let us know because I don't know I think we find that kind of anecdotal information interesting.
0: Well, you're certainly not going to get anything out of the news No, (laughs) you're not gonna find out that like I was just watching Twitter and I paid attention to certain people and stuff like that and this one guy was like Getting shelled here in Somalia and like how many people on the news know that the United States is currently fighting a secret war in Africa yeah. No one knows about that, but we sure do knew about Tran Man and how Tran Man's sad, <laughs> Tran Man can't play vo- volleyball because Tran Man man, <laughs> Tran Man woman, you know, like, it's just that level of stupidity. Oh and, you know, Orange Man bad and all this, like, it's, it's, it's preschool reading hour at the news. And there are literally, like, really big issues to talk about.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, how recent or how long has it been since you realized that the news was a complete waste of time. Like this is this is fairly recent that it's been this level for me. I mean I knew like Fox News was the only decent one for quite a while. I mean now there's OAN and Newsmax but I didn't know about them. But um uh you know like the Fox News thing even weirds me out. Tucker Carlson is really awesome and he does a lot of I think the important stories still but I, I still go back to like that was weird that you can't talk about George Soros thing that they did to Newt Gingrich. Like, just like uh, enough about that. And, uh, we won't. Yeah. Have and, have they, and yeah, he's like, what? I can't, I can't talk about George Soros. No, we won't be talking about when he was like, Oh, I didn't know that was for Bowden. Yeah.
0: And, like, but it is, but the news is a cult. They're captured, captured, and they have that sort of cult mentality. But I would say I walked away from the news. Um, I think on election night for Trump.
1: I was going to say, yeah, that was the other
0: thing. That was, like, when I watched them kind of, even, like, even Fox News, like, melted down. Like, they couldn't believe it was happening. And when Megyn Kelly was, like, um, and, you know, whatever about Megyn Kelly. But it was funny because they were all there gloating about Trump not winning and then he started to flip states. I think it was Georgia first and stuff like that. And then this pundit light like came on, you know, pundit McPundit, you know, pundit McKnow-it-all. And he's like, wow, well, you know, Trump is still a long ways away and he still has to flip Florida. And I remember Megyn Kelly looking at him <clears throat> and she goes, yeah, and then what? What if he does? And it was it was outside the guy's conceivable paradigm for that to happen because... They're all in on it together, but something happened on election night. I don't know. I think 2016 is very interesting, but I don't know that we'll ever know the truth. Um, did the American people wake up and smite? Was it an outside influence? I, I don't know. Hon- honestly, to tell you the truth, you know, to for both sides to legitimately question or whatever is valid. Um, but it was so stunning that that every news organization was absolutely caught off guard and that's when i realized the news is bogus and i source my news um from a constantly evolving list of people on twitter that i that i i I listen to and then i i take the things that they say and then i verify those things and sometimes they're true for a season and sometimes they're true consistently one guy i would always hold up to is a guy named sean davis he's he's really a great guy um I'm I'm kind of on a Glenn Greenwald kick, even though he's on the other side. But there are people that come and go, and and if you if you consistently kind of go off, then I get rid of you. And and it's a meritocracy of of news, but but the mainstream news media is. Listen, uh, someone pointed out like with just respect to COVID and stuff like that. Um the amount of budget that big pharma spends on commercials. You only have T V because of commercials. TV is not a basic human right. It is not there to entertain you. Like, how come there's no pharma commercials on Netflix? Hmm. Because they're getting subscription money. They don't need the pharma money. Yeah. So in in a lot of ways, like like streaming oh, I was thinking YouTube. streaming yeah. services are actually more honest than both sides of all the media because those media people get money from people who are you know very actively lobbying the government and have agendas and things like that and so of course you're going to see the election results uh the audit from this weekend and before anybody can say anything every news service ran out to say and the audit proved that joe biden was fairly elected and they left out that there were 57,000 unaccounted for votes that would have flipped the election five times over for Trump.
1: And again, but, in one county.
0: In one county. So, so you can't trust the media. You can't you have to you have to find, you know, rogue we are in the season of independent journalism and mm-hmm. you're just going to have to find the people that you trust. And I kind of, you know, like I said to people, you know, um as the crackdown came and then I put my money where my mouth is to start this this Substack But I said, we all have to become journalists now. And that's kind of what we're doing here. We're talking about the issues. We've talked about a lot of stuff that you wouldn't hear on the mainstream media. And that's a good time to pitch. Hit the subscribe button. You know, go in. Check it out. Support the stack. I think it'll be money well spent. You'll like the private. We did a private show this weekend for the insiders. I think people really had a lot of fun with that. Um, We say even a lot more inflammatory things over there. So you're missing out. Give it a shot. Check it out.
1: Yeah, I think one more thing that I wanted to bring up that maybe you want to talk about was, um, something on the Alex Jones show this weekend. He did, like, an emergency show, um, to kind of have these two Australian activists on, like, good activists, you know, um, one of them was named Monica Smith. She's the one that, um had gotten arrested, you know, for no good reason other than organizing these protests against mandates and lockdowns and stuff. She, I think she was in jail for about 22 days and she had just gotten out. Um, so he had her on and a guy that goes by, um, Aussie Cossack, but I think his name was like Simon Boykov. Um, they were both really well-spoken, um, and they were basically kind of pleading to Americans for their help to kind of stand up and support them um they said like not they're like we don't mean like necessarily like for America to send troops you know not like that but like if America's leadership would speak out against it I'm not holding my breath for that but I thought well at least you know normal people like us can talk about it and make it more well known and stuff what's going on like how bad it is there but they're pretty desperate and it's getting pretty bad there
0: You know, and that lady news journalist was literally... She captures her arrest in her car getting pulled over. And um, it's insane. And then also that pastor from Canada who was arrested. I just saw a video this morning of him getting arrested again. Getting off an airplane. They were literally waiting at the airport for him to get off. Like, this is not because of crimes or anything like that. This is because you will not question the overstate. We are now bracketed by... To what we would have called allies, and remember, Biden has has literally chosen Australia over France now mm, as yeah. a, as an ally. Yeah. So, and and what's happening in Australia? What's happening in Australia is your future, and and it would be best if you just accept that now and start getting ready, because you're gonna arrive at a conclusion. I'm telling you, 100%, you're going to arrive at that conclusion. Let's all imagine what word I'm going to say. I'll say the word in an insider podcast, but you are going to arrive at a solution for tyranny. You are going to arrive at a conclusion. I guarantee you that is going to happen. You're just not there yet, probably. Some of you are. You are going to arrive at that conclusion. If you want to know what conclusion I'm talking about, just watch the videos coming out of Australia, what they're doing to those people. And and it it is utterly... um, unfathomable but the the new world order yeah it's them the big reset klaus schwab all these guys um they are using australia as the test case and they're working out all the problems of implementation the super bowl next will be the united kingdom that'll probably happen this winter to the united kingdom um the super bowl for them is going to be the united states because they have a gun problem now they passed a red flag gun law and a lot of our or are trying to pass it and a lot of our republican heroes like dan crenshaw navy seal missing one eye voted to allow weapons to be taken away from veterans with ptsd wow. so shall not be infringed now means um you can be online playing call of duty with somebody And you can call them a racial slur and they can make a report saying you're a veteran and um, you're threatening to kill yourself. And now the state gets involved, shows up and takes your weapons. Yeah. Like, see, again, it's that leftist thing of no one will abuse this. People, people are your enemies are going to abuse this right and left. So we are headed towards Australia. You will arrive at a conclusion there. There is only one human solution to tyranny. And you're going to arrive at that conclusion. This is not going to go away on its own. They are not going to be, re- you know, it's very much the Terminator. They're not going to be reasoned with, they're not, like, even right now, even if Fauci flipped right now and said, listen, it's all a big con. Uh, I totally blew it. I was wrong about everything. We need to go back to total freedom and everything like that. They would ice Fauci and continue on exactly. because there's a schedule. There's a plan. There's timetables, and these trains need to run on time. And that's the podcast.